Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian, joining me once again is my co-host, Tocayo. Adrian, Adrian, what's good, brother? Hey, how's it going, man? Over here, just, you know, second day of the week, trying to get by. What's up with you? How was your trip? It was good, man. Yeah, uh, PPG listeners, apologies. We were a little slow last week. I was traveling for work and uh, kind of uh, put a damper on things here in terms of PPG. But um, no, it was a good trip, man. Uh, good work trip. Uh, learned a lot. So uh, glad to be back, though. And uh, a lot of uh, news recently for the USMNT, man. Um, you know, they dropped their 60 uh, prelim roster for the uh, Nations League. Obviously, we know that it's not going to be 60 uh, players here on the roster. It's going to be dwindled down to 23, 24 um, at the end of the day. But um, yeah, he kind of released this prelimin- preliminary mo- roster of 60 players, as well as, you know, Mexico doing the same thing and uh, Panama and Jamaica. Uh, but we're going to be here discussing and giving our reactions to the USMNT 60. And uh, also a quick uh, little side note here. Uh, it was released today, um, Tuesday, February 27th that the USMNT will be playing again the 2024 All-State Continental Clásico. Um, this time it will be against Brazil, and that is going to be in preparation for the uh, Copa America uh, June 12th in Orlando, Florida. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Continental Clásico is back. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it's uh, not as uh, bad as last year's. Um, but, yeah, man, let's get into it. Um Let's see. So he did bring 60 players and we'll start off with the goalkeepers then go to defenders and midfielders and forwards and kind of uh, give our reactions as we go through it um, real quick. Uh, the eight goalkeepers he called up is uh, Drake Callender from Inter Miami, Ethan Horvath from Cardiff City, Sean Johnson, Toronto FC, Theo Kachen from FC Barcelona. This one being um, uh, kind of a real standout. We'll kind of discuss him in further detail here. Patrick Schultz from Columbus Crew, Gagas Lonina from Yupin, Zach Steffen from the Rapids, and Matt Turner from Nottingham Forest. Um, at the end of the day, I think this will be dwindled down to the three that we pretty much kind of already know. Um, I don't know, Adrian, do you, do you think, do you see any surprises here? Or anybody kind of making it into the final roster that uh, we wouldn't expect? I don't really think we're going to see any, any you know, big surprises. I, I think to me, maybe the third keeper spot, or maybe, yeah, I don't, maybe, maybe, I don't know if it's third or second, but one of those uh, three goalkeeper spots is going to be fought between, I think, uh, Drake Callender and um, Gagas Lorina. I think Matt Turner and Ethan Horbath are pretty much, uh, you know, a given. And then, you know, Drake Callender, I think he's benefiting from all the hype that Inter de Miami is getting from Messi and all that stuff. Not necessarily that he's essentially the best MLS keeper out there. Um, but... You know, at, at, at this point in time, also like you don't have any one else who has stepped up to, you know, that that level of performance, right? You you have the you have Zach Stefan who's still you know making a comeback on Colorado Rapids. Uh, I don't think you're you ever considered taking Sean Johnson for yeah, <laughs> for he's this like kind of, too yeah. old now. I don't know why he's on this list. And uh, this guy from Barcelona, Diego Cohen, it's a uh, it's a prospect, right? I don't think you will risk it. Maybe bring, I mean, I, I guess bringing him as a third keeper just for the experience, but why? Why would you do it? Yeah, I mean, the only reason I would see doing it would be, well, I was going to say to cap tie him, but he won't even play, right? So, I exactly. mean, it's really, he might as well bring the other young keeper who's Gagas Lonina, who, you know, is a little further along in his development, four or five years older. Um, but yeah, Cochin here is uh, definitely an interesting prospect um, for the long run. 
um, someone who is a dual national. He's a, not even a dual national, like a triple national. He's eligible for Venezuela, Peru, Spain, and the USMNT. And um, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, getting him on the radar early is can be a good way to kind of lock him down here in the future. But I mean, he's somebody that's definitely gonna have options, man, especially if he's already playing a Barcelona um, or, you know, Barcelona product. So um, yeah, other than that, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't, I don't see any major um, surprises. Matt Turner, for sure. Ethan Horvath, for sure. And I think it's going to be Slonina. Um, but I can see the Drake Callender um, argument as well. So uh, the other guy, Sean Johnson, uh, Stefan and Schultz. Yeah, I, I think they're long shots. Um Moving on to defenders, man. Um, we got Reggie Cannon, Queens Park Rangers, QPR, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Celtic FC, Sergio Dest, PSV, Juan Jones, New England Revolution, Christopher Lund, Palermo, Mark McKenzie from Genk, uh, Shaq Moore from Nashville SC, uh, Kevin Paredes, Wolfsburg, Tim Ream, uh, Fulham, Brian Reynolds, Westerlo, uh, Chris Richards, Crystal Palace, uh, Jedi Robinson, Fulham FC, Miles Robinson, Cincinnati, Joe Scali. Borussia Mönchengladbach. I always struggle with that one. Austin Trusty, Sheffield, Caleb Wiley, Atlanta, DeAndre Edlin, Inter Miami, Walker Zimmerman, Nashville, and the final one, the big surprise for the defenders, John Brooks Hoffenheim. Uh, getting added to the list here, uh, somebody who has not nice. appeared for the US MNT since 2021. It had been long speculated that uh, you know he was kind of done with the uh, you know the US MNT, not by his choice, but from the federation's choice. Um, but yeah, I mean. He's apparently not being ignored any longer, and uh, he is at least on the 60-man roster. Um, any other you know, standouts for you here? No, Aaron Long. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I didn't even great. notice that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. This is great. This is great. Uh, no, Aaron Long. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't think there's a... I don't see why they will call him up again, but the biggest standout for me is Mark McKenzie. Um, you yeah. know, when, whenever we were chatting uh, via WhatsApp earlier today about the, the roster drop, um, I didn't see Mark McKenzie on the list that we initially discussed, but it looks like he is here. So that's nice. I mean, it's nice to see that he he's at least getting considered. This is a 60-man roster. It just only goes to show that this is perhaps the 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 primary pool of players they're looking into, right? So the, yep. this 60 player will confirm, you know, I guess compose the CEB and A team in a way, with some mix in between all those three uh different teams, but I'd like to see Mark McKenzie making it all the way to the final roster for Nations League. Yeah, we had discussed off camera before uh, last week when when I was traveling that um, you know we we had kind of done our internal predictions of the twenty four man roster that he's going to call up for the Nations League, and we were saying that center backs was kind of light. Uh, we we said mm-hmm. Tim Ream was there, Chris Richards was there, and uh, we could see him calling up Miles Robinson um, just because of his, you know, um, history with the USMNT. Um, but uh, in no world did we think, uh, and CCV, Cameron Carter-Vickers, right? But we were like, he maybe needs another one or two back there just in case. Um, but who else is there? And we said, we were talking between you and I, he hasn't called Mark McKenzie in a while. And Mark McKenzie is somebody that always, you know, starts and plays well for Gank. Um, mm-hmm. He's playing for the big team in Belgium, and I think he deserves a call-up. And uh, I don't think we ever would have thought John Brooks would have been a possibility, but um, here here we are. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to see both of those guys back there and uh, at least, you know, in the 60 pre- prelim roster. And um, I don't know what DeAndre Yedlin is doing there. Again, could be one yeah. of those Inter-Miami hypes <laughs> that you, you said. Pretty much, I think. Yeah. And uh, Shaq Moore another questionable yeah. one the other the other one that i like to see the, his name here and just because of Sergio's uh suspension 
is Reggie Cannon. I think this is an opportunity for him to, you know, take the spot, maybe just raise his hand and say, hey, um, if the Genius is not performing to the level that everyone expects, um, I'm here. I think this is a good chance for him. Yeah, because as you know, this, as we know, is going to be suspended for the first match of the Nations League. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a, a good chance for uh, him and uh, Joe Scali to kind of fight for that mm-hmm. position. All right, uh, moving on to midfielders. He's called 16 midfielders. Uh, the Aronson brothers, Brendan Aronson, Union Berlin, Paxton Aronson, Vitesse, uh, Kellen Acosta, Chicago Fire, um, Tyler Adams, Bournemouth, uh, Esmir Barkhartervich from New England Revolution, Taylor Booth from Etrich, uh, Bucio from Venecia there in Serie B, uh, Johnny Cardoso from Real Betis, Luca de la Torre from Celta Vigo, Diego Luna from Real Salt Lake, Leonard Maloney from Heidenham, Weston McKinney from Juventus, Aiden Morris from Columbus Crew, Eunice Musa, AC Milan, Tyner Tesman, Venecia, and Timmy Tillman from LAFC. Um, this one, I think, has a lot more, like, ran- not random, but uh, questionable names, I guess. Um, yeah. I guess we could start off with um, Tyler Adams who is expected to be back in, you know, fighting for a spot in Bournemouth back from probably like a year-long injury. He came back and then got injured again. But uh, he'll be coming back, at least for Bournemouth, March 3rd, available for selection. Um, this might be too soon for him, I feel. I don't. I really don't see him making this roster. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same both with you. It's I'm, I'm surprised to see him here. Like, we know that it's still he's still a long ways from being at the level that he was before that unfortunate uh, injury and the fact that he's just making a comeback. I mean, I, I, I'll i be, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the first ones to jump on Tyler Adams' boat. Uh, but at the, I think at this point in time, I'll be surprised if he's, in, you know, even fit to just play at least 30 minutes with the USMNT. I don't think these Nations League matches are the, the most challenging in in any way, I think he he probably has a bigger challenge playing in in with Burner Mouth. Sorry, not Burner Mouth. Burn Mouth. Uh, whatever you know, weak uh, Premier League match. Uh, I think that's more challenging than playing against Jamaica. Um, so I, I'm I'm just wondering. Maybe this is just a a uh, pat on the back, or a uh, I guess a, a maybe like a extending his hand like triple g just being hey man i'm you're still in contention i'm aware that you're making a comeback you're still in recovery but you still have your spot here i don't know yeah i mean you're still a captain right before he got mm-hmm. injured he was made captain of the usmnt um another one that i think is interesting here is weston mckinney man i mean you know he it was he got injured over the weekend after providing two assists he's been playing very very well for juventus um oh, yeah. but um he dislocated his shoulder um, it uh-huh. hasn't been confirmed as of February 27th how long he's going to miss, um, but he had a similar injury to his shoulder back in 2022, mm-hmm. and he was out for two or three weeks. So if it's something small like that, I, I can see him coming back um, in time for this Nations League match, but um, definitely going to be one to, to look out for that uh, has a possibility of maybe not being 100% um, Weston McKinney. And uh, I think the other one there that kind of is questionable is um, Kellen Acosta. For Chicago Fire, I think <laughs> yeah. him, like Aaron Long, like Shaq Moore, have probably um, maybe uh, outplayed their usefulness at this point. So I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I have two things, but I'm, I'm going to continue with the point that you just mentioned. Um, 
it, it amazes me to read, you know, different forums or in different places online when people say, hey, how come you're calling, you know, the likes of Tanner Tessman or Gianluca Busio who play in Serie B, but you don't call up uh, USMNT eligible players who are playing for MLS, right, at the top flight of the of the US League. Um, and I see people, you know, getting angry and being salty about it when we all know that playing a Serie B is definitely maybe not essentially significantly better than MLS, but I still think there's, you know, a, at least technically speaking, there's still a step above the MLS in terms of uh, better defenders, better keepers, all that stuff, right? Uh, but then you see the the likes of Kelina Costa, who I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's definitely, you know, a, a more than decent player. He's, he's a professional. Um, he can definitely smoke me on the field, right? But I just don't see how how he fits in anymore. Like when you have this this big of pool of players in Europe, why would you even consider someone like him for this spot? Yeah, he's somebody that, I, looking back in retrospect, maybe now I can see him being taken to the World Cup, which he was, um, just because they they didn't have that depth at number six back then that they have now. Mm-hmm. But now you have Yunus Musa, you have Tyler Adams, maybe coming back, and you have Johnny Cardoso that's yeah. playing amazing, right? Mm-hmm. How, why are you gonna? Take Kaelin Acosta again. They were not saying he's taking him. This is a sixty-man roster. I don't think he'll make the final team. But um, to even have him on here, I guess he just needed to fill out <laughs> positions yeah. to make the sixty. Um, and, and and this is a similar situation to like Tyler Adams. Be like, hey man, you know you might not be part of the A team anymore, but if we ever have a Gold Cup or a you know a Partido Molero that we need to fill in, I'm gonna call you up, right? Right. I mean, at least in the future, because Tyler Adams is, I think, is definitely one that will come back to the A team. Yeah, just a matter of time. And, and and the other the other question that I had is also Taylor Booth. I know he got injured. I think last week or two weeks ago. That's why he didn't play um, uh, in the last, I think, weekend. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna make the cut. But it's just interesting to see alongside of Tyler Adams and Wesley McKinney, who recently, or you know, in the case of Tyler Adams, who's still injured or coming just making back making a comeback. Uh, but Taylor Booth definitely was uh, sidelined for at least last weekend. Right. No, but uh, props to Johnny Cardoso. I think he's maybe one of the, him. Weston McKinney are two guys that are coming into this uh, midfield hot, right? And uh, yeah. having really good performances. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be hopefully Weston McKinney is available to play. So, um, yeah, that is uh, midfielders. Did you have, sorry, you mentioned you had a couple things to add. Did you have anything else to add before we move on? Forward? That was it. That was just pretty much it, man. Alrighty. Um so the forward tier, 17 forwards that he's called up, Fuller and Balogun, AS Monaco, Kate Cal, El Caballo Cal, well the Sheriff Cal now. I guess El Caballo, the our nickname did not stick. Um from Chivas. Uh Kremenashi uh from Inter Miami, Jesus Ferreira from MC Dallas, uh Camungo from FC Dallas, Jordan Morris from Seattle Sounders, Ricardo Pepe, PSV, Jordan P. Falk, another one that we haven't seen with the uh U.S. men's national team in a while from uh, Montengladbach, mm-hmm. uh, Pulisic, AC Milan, Gio Reyna, Nottingham Forest, Josh Sargent, Norwich City, uh, Malik Tillman, PSV, Brandon Vasquez from Monterrey, uh, Tim Weah from Juventus, Haji Wright from Coventry City, Yao from Westerlo, and Alex Sendejas from Club America. Those are the 17 forwards. Um, anybody right away stand out to you there? Kremansky, I, I I still don't know why they call him up, dude. He's he's just getting he's just catching the hype from Inter de Miami, man. I mean, I, I don't have anything against him. I think he's definitely a, a prospect, but again, you have all these you have these big roster of players. 
I think there's at least one or two other players who aren't who are, aren't here. Maybe they're injured, and that's why he's making it here. Um, but I think this is one of those options where the USMNT sees in him maybe some talent, but more on he he's potentially a t-shirt selling player, right? The fact that he's half Argentinian, the fact that right. he's playing with Messi, right? The fact yeah. that he's catching up with this all this hype. It, is, it just also helps that he's handsome, dude. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I see it. I can see it. It's just it's just difficult for me to swallow these kind of pills, man. Yeah, uh, that's another one. I guess uh, I didn't realize how many Inter Miami um, players were on this roster, you know, considering the fact that they were pretty bad last season. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I started, I've started <laughs> the tournament with a 1-1 draw against LA Galaxy, but um, still not don't look too different here. Um, another one here, I think, man, well, for this uh, forwards list, I think, yeah, Balogun isn't firing like on all cylinders like we're used to seeing him from the last year. But uh, I think injury-wise, they have everybody, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Sargent is back, playing amazing uh, from yeah. Norwich City. Uh, Malik Tillman from PSV has been fantastic. Uh, Gio Reyna has been, we, we know he's in a bad situation in Nottingham Forest, but uh, he seems to play well for the USMNT. Pulisic has been pretty good for AC Milan. Um, Ricardo Pepe, I think he has the most amount of goals and the least amount of minutes in uh, the uh, Vese. So um, he's been playing really well as well. Cade um, Cal has uh, finally got his first goal, Guadalajara. But you know, even before getting the first goal, he's been playing pretty well for Chivas. Uh, Brandon Vasquez, I think he has four goals so far, and he he was out for like a week or two uh, recently uh, for some pers- something personal, I believe. Um, so he's, he's uh, doing- he, he had a newborn, I think, something yeah, right, that. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, he's been playing really well for Monterrey. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people playing high coming into this tournament. Uh, you know, obviously Tim Way are not doing the best at this time. Haji Wright has all been playing pretty well for Coventry. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I like you said, uh, Kremashi, I don't know why he's here. Jesus Ferreira, we know he's one of uh, Triple G's favorites, but I don't think he gets in this roster. <laughs> Same with Jordan Morris. So um, but yeah, I mean, uh, do you think Sendejas makes it in? <laughs> I, I don't I don't think he makes it to the, to the A team, to be honest with you, man. I mean... Fortunately for the USMNT, a lot of these players are hot right now. Um, and I understand that Alejandro Sendejas, for example, is not necessarily the right replacement for a striker or a central forward, right? Because he plays more on the wing. Um, but, you know, you have the likes of Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, Ma- Malik Tillman, uh, Tim Wea. All of them can play on the wings. They can be, you know, a right wing, a bird wing, whatever you want. So you already have like four players to cover those two, two, two roles. I and the Aronsons. Exactly. So I don't I don't see I don't really see how Sendejas can make a breakthrough. And he's not necessarily having a you know outstanding season so far with America. Um he's he's not playing bad, but he's not necessarily, you know, right. the the go-to player for the team. Um hell, I I, I would I would think of taking Brandon Vasquez ahead of him, yep. to be honest with you. And Kel Caballo Cal as well. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, uh, I think Brandon Vasquez, you know, we were talking last week uh, as well. Uh, you were shocked that I kind of mentioned that Brandon Vasquez maybe gets into this roster. Um, I think he's playing really well for Monterrey. I, I think he ha- he's a forward that um, is what the USMNT were hoping Haji Wright would be at the World Cup. Yeah, uh, That yeah. type of holding forward that can also, if needed, can play on the wings. And, uh, you know, he's just there to you know, hold the ball and to be that huge target inside the area, right? Um, so I think he's, he gives the USMNT, uh, striker pool, something that is not really available with Balogun or with, um, 
Ricardo Pepe, right? So, yeah. um, or Josh Sargent, uh, he gives him that big presence. Uh, but I, I think he could get called up, uh, a surprising call up there. And um, yeah, I agree with you completely on Alex and Dejas. I think Tim Way and those other guys are just above him at this point. Yeah, significantly. And and to me, like I, I'm not surprised. I guess let me let me rephrase myself. I'm surprised that you say Brandon Vasquez will make it just because of how well Josh Sargent is playing. Like, I'm not surprised because of his performance right now, but I think Josh Sargent is just a fire dude. My guy, he's been, he's just been incredible for Norwich City. So do you start, million dollar question, do you start Josh Sargent or Verbaligan or Pia, or uh, Pepe? I think as of right now, I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, somebody that just coming back from injury and uh, yeah, getting the <laughs> hey, starting spot. He's firing all cylinders, man. Yeah, he's doing really well, and uh, we've seen Malaga struggle. So, yeah, exactly. Well, it will be interesting to see what uh, he starts with there, uh, Triple G against Jamaica. But um, yeah, so that's the preliminary sixty-man uh, roster here. Uh, stick with PPG. We're going to be going, you know, further into. Uh, you know, as we go into the March uh, 2024 window with uh, Nations League started back up. So uh, we'll have our coverage, our analysis on that. Um, Adrian, man, as we wrap this up, dude, where can our listeners find us? They can all find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, and turn on the notifications. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts on. Last but not least, you can also find us on Instagram. We post stuff every now and then. We are close to the 500 subscribers. So please help us out hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We really need your help. Yeah, subscribe if you haven't. And uh, yeah, definitely let us know in the comments below. We like interacting with you guys. Any surprises here in the 60-man roster? Any people you think uh, that Triple G left off the roster that you would have taken instead of some of the ones that he selected? Uh, Definitely, like we said before, we like interacting with you guys there and uh, talking to you and seeing what uh, you guys have to say for sure. Um, So sticking here with PPG, we'll be uh, giving our uh, thoughts for Mexico's 60-man preliminary roster as well. So uh, make sure you, uh, like Adrian said, subscribe for for more uh, videos on USMNT and La Selección Mexicana. Adrian, man, I'll see you in the next one, brother. Always a pleasure, my dude. See ya. Likewise, dude. See ya.